LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, Fear the Walking Dead, and The Walking Dead review. That was me opening up a Coca-Cola. Today's episode is The Walking Dead 601. First time again, whatever that means. Don't know. Don't give a shit. Anyway, this is the season premiere of, of The Walking Dead. Which means I've already forgotten season five. That's how that works. I remember the season as a whole, but I don't remember how it ended. Um, I watched it as it came out, week by week. I'm one of those folks for certain shows. And this one, I do not remember the last episode. So I had to go back. As I started this one, I had to go, what the fuck? And I had to go back and rewatch it. Not rewatch it, I just kind of read up on it. And I was like, okay, I remember. I think I got it. Um, Last... The last episode, Father Gabriel betrays the group and tells Deanna not to trust him. I don't, this wasn't so much the last episode, just the last section of it. He leaves the gates open for the zombies to come into Alexandria, which is where they are now. And shit happens. You know, Rick's getting involved with Jesse. Um, she has two kids. Um, Pete is Jesse's psychotic, drunken husband. He's a real fucking winner. He attacks... He kills he kills Deanna's husband Reg with a sword. I can't remember if it was an accident or a purpose or whatever. Um, so Rick has to shoot him after Deanna tells him to. And then of course right after he pulls the trigger, fucking what's his name shows up, Morgan. And that's how that worked. Um, what else was there? There's some Wolves members. They attack Morgan. They see a photo of Rick and Carl, and then they're headed to Alexandria, pretty much. And then uh, I think that was about it, really. That was the whole sum up. There's a whole lot of thing where Rick's, everyone thinks he's going out of control and like trying to take over this town, but really he's just doing what's best for everybody. Um, and of course they continue with the, the the thick Walking Dead tradition of making Rick seem like a giant asshole no matter what he does. Everything's got to be about his, his ego and shit. And d- despite him displaying time after time, he's just doing what's best for everybody. And he cannot get that point across. Anyway, so this episode, I let me describe how my feelings on The Walking Dead, I guess, as a whole, before I get into this episode. I like this show. I want to love it. It doesn't want me to, though, because it will... It does a lot of the bottle episodes for long stretches of the season, because I think they're trying to save money for later for the bigger events. So a lot of the episodes are just sitting around, talking, which, I, which I'm fine with if they did it right. But they do it so boring and, like, sometimes catty where the people just talk about each other and that's all, that's what the episode's about is, like, gossip. And I'm, like, fucking bored. Like, oh, my God, who cares? Who cares? The world's ended and they're fucking gossiping about bullshit. Anyway, I like the show. I want to like it more than I do, though, if that makes sense. Um, this, this episode, though, is a good start back on that path. I just hope they stay there. Because this episode started, and I was like, oh, they're doing like a little flash-forward thing, I bet. Because it's just a bunch of semis. This is like a semi-truck yard. It's like this quarry, rocks and shit. And then all this massive amount of zombies. And he, Rick's going over his plan with everybody. And at this point, I'm like, oh my fuck. Oh my god. Ethan Embry's in this episode. He's in the show now. I don't remember him before the break. He just suddenly is there. I don't, I don't remember him before. Maybe he was. I don't know. I got excited over again then if he was. Um, I like him. He's he's Dutch. He played Dutch. He plays Rusty in uh, Vegas Vacation. 
right? Um, he's great. I love Ethan Embry. Uh, he's fun. He's constantly bickering this entire episode. He's kind of irritating, and I, it, I don't know, bothered me. Um, and I kind of realized after a few minutes that they're doing like a back and forth thing, which is the color is the future or the present, I guess, and then the black and white is the past, and it kind of catches up to the to the color, and it's it's like the movie Memento. They took it pretty much exactly. In that movie, it's the opposite in that movie where the black and white is the future or like where it's catching up to. And all right now, the other way around. You know what I meant. Anyway, black and white and color, that's how you tell the difference in time. And then it, when a memento, they catch up in the, in the photo, it changes from black and white to color. So And then it leads up to the present, which is color. But they don't do that in this, so I kept waiting for it, and it didn't happen. Um, anyway, randomly, um, this episode felt very... It, it only covered one thing, and it covered the shit out of it. The whole episode is them building this, trying to build this wall, this plan, this, this, basically all these zombies are coming up and getting locked in this little quarry, and then eventually they will be able to attack Alexandria. That's why Alexandria can exist, because these zombies were getting, like, herded in this little area, and nobody fucking knew it, nobody, nobody bothered to walk around, apparently. Anyway, um, they're, like, leading zombies through the car tunnels, and then... Um, I, I originally thought, sorry, I had to read my note there. I originally thought that they were going to, um, get all the zombies together. And this is what the plan was. They get all the zombies and they go, you know, they start corralling them basically a certain way. And what I thought was happening was that those wolves members, those guys that are against the people from Alexandria, they're, they're psychotics. I thought they were, Rick was leading all the zombies to them. And that's how he was going to take care of them, which I thought was fucking badass. I was like, God damn, that's, that is hardcore. Rick's not fucking around anymore. But no, he was just trying to lead them away so they didn't come to Alexandria. But whatever. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe one will happen because of the other. Um, in the past, in, um, in the black and white things, Rick, and, Rick looks like Marv from SimCity. He's got like those fucking little, little pieces of tape all over his face to cover cuts. I'm not sure. I think there was a fight at the last episode. That's... Before he kills Pete, he's all bloody. Anyway, he looks like Marv. It's fucking weird. They have Mor- Morgan locked up. Um, him and, uh, what's her fucking name? Um, yeah, Michonne. Have Morgan locked up in this thing. Because last they saw him, he was fucking crazy. And he was a an, an raging lunatic, pretty much. Um, while burying Pete, or burying the body of Pete and um, her husband... Uh, Reg, they decide, Rick and Morgan say, go fuck it and bury him outside here. Let's not put his body in the town. We don't do that with people we hate or murderers or whatever. And they're all like, oh, we don't want to do that. And then fucking Deanna shows up and she's like, look, we're doing that. She backs up Rick for everything now. And uh, they go out in the woods and go in to bury the body. And then Morgan, Rick, that is. And then they find like zombie Woodstock. It's like a zombie refugee camp, it looks like. Like, it's just mass amounts of zombies. I expect, like, um, zombie Led Zeppelin to start playing. I don't... It was fucking weird. It looked like they were at a big concert event. Um, it was fucking weird. It was cool looking. It was really cool. It was, like, the most zombies you've seen in the show. And then the uh, Ron, 
which is Pete's son, shows up. And he's like, where's my dad buried? I'm a fucking pussy. And then Rick's like, fuck off, kid. And he basically yells at him. And it's not that big of a scene. And later on, his, uh, Ron's mom makes a big fucking deal about it. She's a bit, real bitch. Um, they keep cutting back and forth. I feel like this whole episode is going to be like this. This episode of this show, referring to that show, is going to be back and forth. And it's really kind of irritating to describe. Because it keeps going back and forth. And it's fine to watch, but to describe it's irritating. Ethan Embry is, uh, what's his name? Carter. And he's cynical as all fuck. Every time, everything Rick says, he's like, oh, we don't want to do that. Like, what if they go here? And Rick's like, well, if they go there, we'll do this. He's like, well, what if this happens? And I feel like he's just trying to come up with reasons or excuses to, like, delay this plan. So, and then nothing gets done. It's like, it's like a political thing almost. Where, like, you wanted to get to the bottom of... ISIS and like what's the problem and then someone goes whoa whoa not all Muslims are are terrorists and you're like no no we're aware we're just saying the people who are killing us like blah 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 it's not all of them okay that's what we need to decide like and then nothing ever gets done because they keep just poking little stupid holes in your point and then then we never have the discussion like that's what Ethan Embry's trying to do in this like Oh, well, 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 what if this wall breaks? I'm like, we'll build up the wall. You can help us, and then we'll fix it. Like, what if they end up going through, they could come through the woods over here after that? What if this happens? It's like, well, if, and then Rick's just like, well, if that, if we don't do anything, they will come here. It's not a matter of when, it's, it's, or not a matter of will, it's a matter of when. They will come here. And this fucking guy, like, it's just like, nope. What happens if this happens, though? So we can't do it at all because of this. This could happen. And I wanted to fucking slit that dude's throat, even though I love Ethan Embry. Holy shit. Hated him. His character is so fucking irritated. Um, and then there's kind of this thing where Nicholas, who is Deanna's son, I believe, tried to kill Glenn in the last, last episode of season five. He volunteers for the duty to fix up the walls and get the like a zombie corral going, pretty much. And... They keep doing a whole bunch of scenes with him and um, this new guy who they introduced who's, uh, what's his fucking name? Corey Hawkins, the actor. His, I forget his character's name, though. But he plays this, he has dreads, and he, uh, black dude, obviously. Um, they all, all three of them, which is Glenn, uh, Corey Hawkins' character, and fucking, Jesus Christ, can I think of their names? Anyway, Deanna's son who tried to kill him. Yeah, uh, they're all out there, and they're trying to get these zombies out of this... I think it's like a... I don't fucking know, a store or some weird little store on the side of the road. They're trying to get them out, and then they don't trust Nicholas, that's his name, because he tried to kill Glenn, obviously. And so they do this whole thing where he has to prove his worth, and then blah, blah, blah. He ends up being worth it because he helps them out, he saves their lives, and that's all fine. And it, But I just felt like it took two or three too many scenes to get that out in the open, to get that resolved. And I felt like that whole side story, that B story right there, was like just there to have something else for them to cut to. Because there was nothing else happening in this episode. And that's fine. It really is. Because it was an interesting episode, the way they did it. It just would have worked better as half an hour instead of an hour, 50 minutes or whatever it ends up being without commercials. Like, you know what I mean? It, it was a really good half an hour. And then they had, but fortunately they had 50 minutes to work with. So it just felt like, oh, let's just add this story with Glenn and them. Even though we could have got it out of the way in one scene, one little dialogue. Because there is a moment at the very end, after Nicholas saves them and helps them, 
in which Glenn goes, you want to redeem yourself? Do this a bunch of times, and maybe you'll redeem yourself. And I'm like, oh, that's all I needed right there. And then later on, have him redeem himself, and that's it. That's all I needed. But no, they spent 22 minutes of this whole fucking episode, something like that. Maybe I'm exaggerating, maybe 15, maybe 10, dealing with that. And I'm like, holy shit, I get it, move on, okay? They cleared out the zombies. That's it. That's all I need to see. I don't need to keep watching it. I don't need to keep talking about it, actually. I'm done. Um, there was like 30-some minutes in, and I go, the fuck is Carl? I haven't seen Carl yet. I thought I saw him once, but it looked like a different actor. It looked like someone trying to look like Carl. Um, later on, there's a scene with Morgan and Carol, not Carl, Carol. And I'm like, are they going to start fucking? Are they going to do it? And he's like flirting with her a little bit, and she's kind of flirting back. And I'm like, how many guys is Carol going to start a thing with that doesn't go anywhere? This is like the fifth time. Her and fucking Daryl are still doing it. I'm pretty sure she's going to fuck Carl, because the Carl-Carol thing, they can't deny that. Um, and then Morgan, I'm like, so he's flirting and he's fine, and he just decided not to be crazy anymore, I guess. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Um, they show Deanna later. Um, they, I don't get what's going on with Deanna. She just seems to say yes to whatever Rick gets pitched at for. And then it's, she looks exactly like Murphy Brown, if you get to re- reference um, Candace Bergman. Um, she, it's like Murphy Brown versus the Apocalypse. It's weird. I guess she's like an Ohio senator or congresswoman, right? And I like her character, but I just don't understand what she's doing anymore. She They keep saying she's in charge, but at this point, it doesn't seem like she does shit, except sit around and stare at the wall because her husband just died, which I get. But, like, she doesn't do shit in the episode. She, all she does is go, do it. We're doing it after everything Rick says. Here's what happens every time in this episode. We have a plan. Who, who made the plan? Rick. Fuck that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Cut to Rick. I want to do it. Cut to everybody else. Fuck you, Rick. We don't want to do it. And then cut to Candid or Deanna. We're doing it. Everybody else goes, okay. And then they do it. And then when they get there, they go, we don't want to do it still. And then it just repeats over and over. And then, holy shit. Holy shit. Repetitious. I don't care. Um... They do the thing, you know, they're starting to build the walls up. A bunch of zombies come out. This is the part I liked of this episode. And unfortunately, they, they ruined it afterwards. Rick is explaining to everybody that from Alexandria that they have to learn how to survive on their own. They have to learn how to kill the zombies. They have to learn how to do all of this shit, okay? And they are such pussies because only three zombies come out of the woods while they're building this wall. And that's it. This three, and then he goes, okay, defend yourself. And he's like, no, no, let them do it. Let them do it. And then they all freak out, and then Carter's character is like, save us! Pussy, save us! And then uh, Rick's like, just let them do it, let them do it. But then, um, what's his fucking name? Morgan starts swinging his little, st- his boa staff, bow staff, like, like fucking Donatello, and I guess that kills him somehow. And, you know, Michonne shows up with her sword, and then they kill them all, and then uh, Morgan has to reference... I'm sorry, I keep blanking on the character thing. It's been a while since I watched this show, or it was like two days since I even watched this episode. Anyway, he Morgan goes, you know, you said you don't take chances anymore. And it kind of gives him, like, a little wink. And I'm like, uh, I referenced the thing earlier that he said, that Rick said to him. Oh, he remembers that crazy bitch. That just decided to, decided to stop being crazy. Stop being crazy. <sighs> um, cuts back to black and white, which is when... What's his fucking name? Um, 
the big dude with the long hair. Holy shit, Eugene. I'm sorry, I really am. I will have it down by episode two, I promise. Eugene overhears Carter talking to the, his little group about wanting to kill Rick. And then he's like, oh, he's fucking crazy. He's trying to get us all killed. He's going to kill us. And then they don't really appear to be on board. They're just like, what are you talking about? Like, well, no, I don't want to do that. But Eugene overhears it, falls, and he makes a bunch of noise. And then Carter pulls a gun to him. And he's like, we have to kill him. He heard. And Eugene, who's like a master of survival somehow, like stammers and is like, oh, well, maybe I don't, maybe, yeah, I heard, but I don't care. I don't say anything. Um, Rick, Rick, Rick comes in with his gun, just magically appears at the door. And I like this part because he's like, he thinks, you, you think you know how to survive in here? You know, this, you think you're the leader? Like, you know what I would have done? Had some lookouts. Maybe look out from us, you know, see where we are. Some scouts, you know, reconnaissance, shit like that. And he pulls a gun out of his hand and pulls it to his head. And Carter's like, it's only me, it's only me. He actually was kind of brave that moment. He's like, it's only me, kill just me. They're, they weren't in on it, which he actually, they weren't. They, they didn't appear to be. And then Morgan's like, don't do it. And then uh, Daryl's like, shakes his head. And he's like, Rick. And he's like, I, I got it. And he just pulls the gun away and lets him live. And he's like, you know, you get your shit together. You're going to help us. We're going to all help each other. Let's him know that, hey, I'm not against you at all. I actually am interested in the survival of everybody in the group. I like that stuff. It, I feel like they've done it a lot in this in this show. It just doesn't ever go anywhere. And then I was like, oh, they're actually going to do something with this. Maybe Carter will talk to the rest of the group. But no, because in the next scene, later on, they show Carter fucking die. Carter gets his neck bit by a zombie in a tree. He could have just kept walking. But no, he walks over to it. I don't know. That was dumb. He died in a dumb way. Dumb dildo way. Anyway, um, Carter screams for about seven and a half to eight minutes. I swear to God, it was so fucking long. He couldn't die fast enough in my my mind, and that's considering I even love Ethan Embry. The dude wouldn't fucking die. Kept screaming, and then Rick's like, dude, stop screaming. Like, holds a thing over his mouth, and Carter's like, what are you doing? Like, looking at him like, what are you doing, dude? And he stabs him in the back of the head, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there you go. That'll shut him up. That usually does it. And then here's the part that really bothered me is because Morgan and... Michonne are just staring at him and they're like what the fuck they stare at him like everybody like he's gone crazy it's fucking weird like oh my god how could he have done that I'm like the dude was bit in the face and he was dying he would have became a zombie you guys have done this a thousand times already you've saved people but from turning or you they wanted, even if he did, wasn't going to turn like right away, he had to be quiet. Otherwise, it was going to derail their whole plan. And they're all going to die. So, they're so judgmental over his leadership. And I feel like that really, uh, you know, it's just represents America, you know? I'm kidding. I don't give a shit. Um, but really, they're just like, let it fucking go, guys. Like, he clearly didn't just kill the dude randomly. If he would have, he was going to shoot him earlier. If, they, if he would have shot him earlier, that would have been the the time to stare at him like he's a monster. But no, he stabbed him when he was already a zombie, basically. Holy shit. Um, later on, in the flashback thing, Morgan's sitting on his porch, on Rick's porch, you know, I guess he's wondering what he's doing, like waxing a stick, which sounds horribly um, like he's masturbating. But no, I mean, he, his bow stick, he, his staff, he's waxing it or cleaning it or whatever the fuck you do to one of those. And he goes... Rick eventually says the sentence, I know you, Morgan, even if this is the f- first time, which is the name of the episode, pretty much first time again. 
And I was like, what? What the fuck does that mean? I think he means like he knows him from before, and this is the first time, meaning he's like, they're both different people. The first time after the everything happened. I don't know. It it made kind of made sense, but also didn't. It reminded me of this Pulley album, because the album is titled Together Again for the First Time, because it's the first time they had the original band back together for the for the album. So it only made sense for like an inside thing, if you knew what was going on. And I was like, oh, I don't quite get it. Okay. Anyway, Rick explains um, the Shane, the whole soul Shane situation to him, um, to Morgan. And then Morgan's like, okay, okay. And then they cut back forward, and this is when Rick kills Carter and all that shit, and they all judge him. And then it's just a lot of, a lot of going back and forth and like building the walls. And I'm just, eventually I was like, oh my God, end. When will it? And then when will it go back from black and white to color? I kept waiting for that moment. This is in my notes. Oh, my God, end. I put that in my notes. It was that. I liked it, but it was just kind of drawn out toward the end. And I was like, fucking end. Just end. Um, they, get, they finally get Carter killed. It was distracting them and getting him off the road. The zombies were starting to wander away because of it. And he's like, all right. And he kills Carter. And they kind of gird him back on the road. And they're shooting off flares and shit. And um, still no Carl. Uh, anyway, um. They're all like, okay, we're good, we're good, we're good. And they're all doing it, and then and Michonne and Abraham are in the car, and then uh, fucking Daryl's on his bike, and they're all like, basically leading them, like a Pied Piper, out of town. And they're going to lead them somewhere, and then it's going to let them go, and they'll, they'll be so far that way, they can't go back to Alexandria. Anyway, they, um, they hear a horn to start. It's super, super loud, and it's pulling all the zombies back into the woods, Oh, the walkers, excuse me. <laughs> I use the Z word. Um, pulls all the zombies. Oh, man, I did it again. What's wrong with me? Pulls all the walkers. Walkers, Phoenix, walkers. Into the woods, and they all start going towards Alexandria. And then Michonne's like, where's that coming from? And then Rick's like, oh, it's coming from home, which means Alexandria, even though he's only been there for, I don't know, a week, a month. Who knows? I don't fucking know. That baby's still not very big, so it can't be that long. Um, and then the episode ends with the zombies walking into the woods. They show all of them. And they show this sign, which is like, Welcome to Alexandria. Home starting at 800K. And I'm like, those are some expensive fucking houses. I guess they're like kind of by DC, though. So maybe kind of expensive. But maybe they're nice. But they didn't look crazy nice when we saw them. And, but the sign is... The, the sign that says this for 800K is printed like on cheap, cheap plywood. Like, a garage sale would have a better sign. Like, give an 8th grader some some glitter and a pen, and maybe a Sharpie, and she can make a better fucking sign. It's not going to be a guy, right? She can make a better fucking sign than this this subdivision that is selling houses for almost a million dollars can make. Holy shit. I almost, I almost am glad the zombie apocalypse happened, because this fucking, this sign is such... It pissed me off so bad because they could have done better. Like they deserved what happened to them. Is what I'm saying. Like these people deserve to die because of the sign they made. I really do believe that, and I will stick by that. Okay. Anyway, um, in summary, this episode pretty good. Um, it did get a little tedious toward the end when I'm like, okay, end. I'm good. You can end. Don't don't stick around for my sake. I believe like this podcast is gonna end before the half an hour mark, and that's fine with me. It should. It shouldn't keep. I shouldn't just keep rambling for the next six minutes just to keep it at a half an hour. 
if that's all you got, go ahead and do that. Throw some commercials on the end. I'm fine with that, actually. I know most people wouldn't be, but I would be. I want a good, solid story more than I want 50 minutes of content. Anyway, I like the episode as a whole. There's some stuff I would have cut. That's just my taste. Um, let me know what you guys thought of the episode on the YouTube page for this or the uh, loiteringwonderland.com, loiteringwonderland.com. Comment on it. Drop me a line on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash loiteringwonderland. Um, lots of ways to let me know what you think. Uh, email loiteringwonderland at gmail.com, loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. Um, go, to that, go to the website, loiteringwonderland.com. 11 shows I got. I have 11 shows, many of them TV show reviews. Maybe some you watch, who knows? Anyway, I don't review in the normal way most people do. I am a total dick to the show, even though I like it. I mistreat the things I love. Anyway, um, I am Phoenix West, and so long, citizens of Wonderland and Alexandria? I don't know. So long. <laughs>